this is the best bit. This is the most monumental, extremely phenomenal part of the story. This is how I have broken through. I now am a successful professional. I'm living my life. I have the most amazing family and friends. I have the best job in the world and I'm very, very happy. Now I say that because I genuinely feel that way. Yes, I have bipolar, so what? I have a mental health problem. It shouldn't define me and it shouldn't, it's part of me, but it shouldn't make me feel that I can't be successful and I can't do what I want in my life. And that's what you should think as well. If you yourself have mental health problems or you know people, friends, family, students that are going through mental health problems, it's okay. Tell them they can hit for their dreams. Tell them that they can achieve what they want because you can. You just need to find coping skills and strategies to learn to deal with them. Now, what happened after my depression was I went to Solent Mind and I got a job as a volunteer and that volunteering was going into a college and having a stand and talking about mental health. Now, I didn't really know much at the time because I'd only just started. So I stood at a stand and I tried to talk to people and not one person would approach me. I was very anxious and very low at the time and not one person spoke to me. I went back to the office and I said, how am I supposed to give back and help people if no one will speak to me? Literally no one. So I ended up speaking to one of the members of staff and they said, well, there's another college, can you try again? So I went to another college and it happened to be my college that I went to and it was Totten College in Totten in Southampton. And I remember going in and again, no one spoke to me. And then a teacher came up to me, he was a psychology teacher that has been there for years and he was there when I was there. He said, Abby, come in my classroom. And I said, why? He said, come and speak to my students about bipolar. And I said, but I don't know anything. He said, Abby, be you, talk about you. And I thought, okay, like talking about myself, I can do that. So I ended up going in and speaking for about 20 minutes about how I felt. That was it, how I've spoken to you today, just about how I feel. And it it was unbelievable. The, the teacher came up to me afterwards and said, that was unbelievable, that was amazing. You've really made a difference to them because they can read textbooks till they're blue in the face, but actually hearing a real life story, a real life experience that someone has been through it is valuable and it will really help them draw on that when they're writing for their subject. So I felt really good about that. On the way back uh, to the office, I was thinking, how can I make a difference? What can I do? That's when the light bulb went off. I got back to the office and I said, I want to start a project working with young people, going into schools, talking about my lived experience. And they said, fine, do it. So I called the project Heads Up and that was 10 years ago, 11 years ago now. And now the project has gone from strength to strength. It's extremely popular. We work throughout the whole of Hampshire. We go from year R all the way up to 25, 26 and we cover mental health. We talk about eating disorders, we talk about bipolar, depression, anxiety, so many different conditions. We also talk about body image, we do coping strategies and skills, relaxation, and we train and teach children and young people. Do you know how amazing that feels? 
yes, I've been through this rubbish experience with my mental health and I was pretty ill, but now I'm helping others. So when I am depressed, I can sit there and go, it's not going to be as long because I want to make a difference and get back to work. And that's what I do. In this pandemic at the moment, it's been quite challenging, but we adapt, we change, we move. And this year I am doing podcasts and I think podcasts you can listen on the run you can listen to me when you're cooking dinner you can listen wherever when in the bath if you want to so loads of different places you can listen to me on a run and actually you can gain so much more from that because you can listen and listen and listen who will listen to me all the time never know but you know carry on and it really does make a difference so my journey now is to the point where I am in a really secure place and I am really happy and someone actually married me and I've been married four years so I've done pretty well and I have the most amazing friends my mum is my best friend and my brother and I are really close and I know who I am as a person I can tell you who I am and I can tell you who the bipolar is and I can differentiate between the two and that sometimes is very hard to do but I can tell you when I'm having a bipolar moment or when I'm really low and I can tell you when it's just me. You probably gathered I do like to be animated and I do like to talk fast but that's just me, that's my personality. But it's taken me years to learn who I am, what my personality is and what the bipolar is and that takes time sometimes for people so when you're speaking to friends and family or students about mental health and they're saying it's never going to get any better it's nothing's going to help I can't do this I can't do that I'm always going to be depressed you need to remind them actually what are your key points of your life what are your key things that you're good at what are your key elements that are your personality in the fun part of your life and do you have a quirky thing you do. Do you talk really fast like me? Loads of different things about your personality. Mental health does not define you, okay? Please put that message across to you, your friends and family. Mental health does not define you. So that is something I'm very, very passionate about and something that you should have a mantra. So this is the last bit. Hooray! I hear you say, hooray. Well, this is the best bit for me because I get to talk about what helps me now and the things that make me feel good because that will help you. That will help your children and young people that you have that you help, that you have in life, your friends and family. These are the things that really do work. Now for me, I have lots of different skills that I use now. I use a lot of relaxation. I use a lot of breathing exercises. I have things that I do every single day in a routine that really makes a difference. Having a routine, people take for granted. Now when I was depressed, I remember waking up and thinking the worst thing and the hardest thing to do was get up, brush my teeth, have a shower, make a cup of tea. Couldn't do that at all. Now I make sure that I wake up, I make the bed, I open the curtains, I 
go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, it's the first thing I do, brush my teeth, have a shower, get dressed, brush my hair, so I have that routine every single day. Go downstairs, I put the kettle on, I make myself a coffee, get the granules out, get the milk out, I have all this little thing that I do every day. And once I've drank that coffee, that is me good to go to begin the day. Now, I now do Joe Wicks, good old Joe, or any form of exercise that you can do. And literally, we can go out for runs now, or you can go to the gym now, but I like to do Joe Wicks at home, which is HIIT training, high intensity interval training. And you do one exercise for 30 seconds and you have a 30 second break and you carry on like that for 10 exercises have a two minute gap and then carry on for another 10. Now I don't want to do it and I'm, I just feel rubbish before I start, but afterwards it, I feel absolutely unbelievable. I feel so motivated, I feel ready to go. Yes, I'm knackered. Yes, I'm all sweaty and horrible, but I feel better. And that is the most important thing. Exercise is key. Even if you just go for a walk around the block after work or even first thing in the morning to kickstart you, even if you do jumping jacks for a minute and then star jumps for a minute and do some squats, you're moving your body and you're creating those endorphins. Other things you can do, listening to music. I make sure I listen to music. I love it so much. And the best piece of advice I can give you is if you're going through a hard period in your life now and you are finding it difficult to think about anything positive, take a piece of music that you would have listened to a part of your life that was really positive. College for me was the most amazing two years and I listened to the same music I listened to there, Craig David and garage music. And I listened to that all the time. And it brings back fond memories of me with my friends at college, carefree, footloose, enjoying life. And it's a lovely, lovely thing to go through. And my husband likes to listen to Celine Dion. So that's a thing that he loves to do. And that makes him feel good. So music is absolutely amazing and it really can help you. So have a think about that. Think when you're not feeling so great, what can I do? Can I listen to Taylor Swift, shake it off and dance around in the kitchen? Can I get my kids involved? All of that kind of stuff. If you do have children, get them involved within wellbeing and within mental health and thinking about how they feel and what things they can do to feel good and have good days. And there's other things like eating well, eating a good balanced diet, having breakfast, having lunch, having dinner, that routine again, but making sure you're eating your five a day. Yeah, sometimes when you come home from teaching or wherever you are, you just want to grab the nearest ready meal or whatever you made yesterday or, you know, that chocolate bar, those packet of crisps, because it's easy. But actually, if you prep before, like I said, something you've had the night before, prep before, have the food ready, write a list of what you're having every day. That really does help, especially if you're trying to eat healthy and stay at a good routine. I write down everything I'm gonna eat throughout the week and then I have things I have for lunch and things I have for dinner that are different to lunch to, to mix things up a bit. I make sure I have different snacks in the house so I can have a snack if I want. So there's loads of different things you can do. There's loads of stuff online that helps you like my fitness planner or if you want to join like Weight Watchers, Slim and Wild, all of that kind of stuff really helps you with routine. It's not just about losing weight, it's about staying healthy and having that balanced lifestyle. 
Also, drinking enough water, staying hydrated, very, very important, extremely important. Helps with headaches, helps with our skin, helps with just every part of our body needs to be hydrated. We've also got sleep. I know people are sleep deprived, especially teachers, especially people on the go all the time. But actually, if you look after yourself with your sleep, it will help. We have loads of different techniques and tools that we use to help with sleep, like a body scan, where you tense and relax each part of your body from the tip of your toe to the top of your head. You tense your toes, you relax. You tense your legs, you relax. And you focus on your breathing as you're doing this. And we all get negative thoughts in our head. Everyone gets a negative thought. But if you have a distraction, like listening to music, like a body scan, like reading a book or watching your favourite TV programme, cooking, you can reduce that negative thought in your head and bring it back to something that you're distracted with. Really good for us. So if you are thinking about a test tomorrow or something going on or an observation or a big something going on at work or home or whatever it is, focus on something else and it helps reduce that inner voice that's telling you, you know, that's making you upset. Okay, we've got eating, sleep. So with sleep, I'd recommend having a nightly routine. So what I do is I go to bed nine o'clock and I get into my bed, watch a bit of TV, turn it off, could read a book if I want. Then I close the curtains, open the window, go and clean my teeth, get ready for bed, put clean PJs on, make sure my bed's all nice and cosy. And then I go to bed. I can do a body scan if I want or some deep breathing or listen to music. And then I'm ready to go to sleep. Believe you me, if you do a routine before you go to bed and have that downtime, even if it's for 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes to yourself, I know it's hard if you're parents, I know it's hard if you're teachers because you're having to do all your work when you get home and it might be difficult to have that little time to yourself, but you need to find it. No excuses here, please. You need to find the time. You are important. If you can't look after yourself, you cannot look after anybody else. You cannot do your job to the best of your ability if you don't look after yourself. So please take that piece of advice. So sleep, exercise, talking to people, staying connected with people, very, very important, okay? If you're not feeling so great, ring a friend, have a chat, go and see someone in the park for a walk, or just go to Costa and have a coffee. Make sure you're out there talking to your friends and expressing how you're feeling. Even family members, I love my family. Sometimes I can't tell them everything because I don't. I feel I don't want to burden them. But then if you say that to a family member, they're like, but I'm here for you, I want to talk to you. Please talk to me about your problems. So sometimes you have to judge it and your friends and family are there for you. Because think about it, are you there for them? Yes. Why can't they be there for you? Of course they are, because they appreciate your friendship and they want to be there for you. So please remember that. Really remember that. Eating, sleeping, drinking, exercise, talking to someone. Five key elements that we need to think about every single day. 